All right, and we're back with another episode of Everything Explained with Taylor Del Giudice. So today we have an interesting one. It'll be pretty quick, but I'm sure you already know that's pretty quick. If you clicked on this, you've probably seen how long it is. But we're doing the Forbes list um, and the history behind the whole thing and why it sort of exists, even though it may not be the most exact sort of thing um but once again if you're listening to the podcast please follow share like you know let someone know about the podcast if you find something interesting but thanks for listening so the forbes list so originally it started as the forbes 400 that is the original sort of list name um or 400 richest americans which was published in the Forbes magazine. Um, Forbes magazine being started by Malcolm Forbes in uh, 1982 was um, when the list was first put out. So this is the very first list and where it came from. So originally this was just on the wealthiest 400 uh, American citizens. So just the U.S., uh, nowhere else. And it's ranking my net worth. And one thing that a lot of rich people have come out and said is that a lot of them don't even know how to calculate their own net worth. So sometimes they're very wary as to how this would even make sense um, and how they even get their numbers. I mean, everyone knows the problem that happened with Kylie Jenner where... She was said to be a billionaire, but actually at the time, she was not a billionaire. And that was put out by Forbes at the time. So, uh, yeah, so the first list was published in 1982, and this was obviously published in Forbes magazine. And this is called The 400. And so we have two people that described it back then, and these two people were called Peter W. Bernstein and Annalyn Swan. And they described the Forbes 400 as capturing a period of extraordinary individual and entrepreneurial energy, a time unlike the extended post-war years from 1945 to 1982, when America's, American society emphasized the power of corporations. Bernstein and Swan also describe it as representing a powerful argument and sometimes a dream about the social value of wealth in contemporary America. I think that this probably comes from that because when you look at this list, it makes you want to be like a part of it. It makes you want to be in it. You know, it, it, it really is something that when you look at it, you're like, dang, like I wish I was in this list. Sort of like, you know, who's hot and who's not in high school if the list was made you'd want to be on one side or the other. Like, you, you, you'd really want to be on that list. You'd want to see yourself. There's a there's a social value to it. I'm sure these rich people also love seeing their names on it. So it truly is a thing, and and that is, that is the case. And so this list was started back then. It's now grown into many different types of lists. So Forbes, you know the wealthiest people in the world you have the 20 under 20 
30 under 30, which is the most popular list. Um, you have 40 under 40, and I believe what they're doing, I think they were doing 50 under 50, and now they're doing 50 over 50, I believe. So they're kind of expanding this list, expanded where it's come from, expanded how they do things. And that makes sense. I mean, it's a cool way of, you know, connecting these rich people and to show what they do and and to inspire other people to be a part of it. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are trying to grow something that look at the Forbes list and are like, dang, like I could be, I could be on that one day and that could be a cool thing to strive towards and, and be on. So it makes sense. Um, that's sort of the, the background behind the Forbes list. Um, there is a criteria in that first list. There was only actually 13 billionaires and a net worth of 75 million secured a spot on the list. The 1982 list actually represented 2.8% of the gross domestic product of the United States. So back then, uh, you know, the 400 list really didn't have many billionaires. Now that 400 list would be all billionaires with the least uh, reaching 2.8 billion and the highest being Jeff Bezos at 177. And actually back then, what's an interesting fact is that 22% of the list of the list was actually comprised of oil fortunes. Not technology or anything like that. Now, I bet you about half of it would be technology. I believe the top 10 wealthiest people in the world, 60% of the top 10 or 6 out of 10 are tech guys. Or tech people, sorry. There could be women in there too. Um, yeah. And so that's pretty much it. There's been many controversies with it. But essentially, that is where the Forbes list comes from. What they do, how they make it, and where it's kind of gone. Thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully, that kind of gives some cool info. Once again, please share the pod. Everything explained. We're doing 365 episodes in a year. Peace out.